Do you like U.S. military history, especially stories about our veterans? If you answered yes, then I know you'll enjoy Duty and Valor. Hi, I'm Wayne Marks, and each week I'll tell you the amazing stories of heroes who pushed away their fears and showed true valor on the battlefield. And although their stories are different, the common trait they all share is that they all serve with pride and lived with humility. And I'm honored to tell you their stories. Welcome back, everyone. The story I'll be sharing with you today was suggested to us by a listener, James from Milwaukee. When I saw his message with a brief description of why he felt I should feature the story, I was hooked. It's definitely an amazing story. As a reminder, anyone can suggest a story or leave feedback on our contact page at dutyandvalor.com. I read all the messages and it helps shape the Duty and Valor show and community. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of a man who always knew he would be a member of an elite U.S. military unit. A man who always volunteered for dangerous missions during his time in Vietnam. A man who would wave the last helicopter ride out of a fierce battle so he could tend to wounded soldiers. This is the story of Medal of Honor recipient U.S. Air Force Staff Sergeant William Pitzenbarger. Born in Pickway, Ohio on July 8, 1944 to parents William and Irene Pitzenbarger, William always saw himself serving in the U.S. military. During his junior year in high school, he wanted to drop out and join the Green Berets, but his parents wouldn't allow it. Instead, he would end up graduating and then enlisted in the U.S. Air Force with the intention of joining one of their elite Special Forces units as a pararescueman. Pararescuemen, also called PJs of the U.S. Air Force, operate under the command of the U.S. Air Force Special Operations Command and the Air Combat Command. They are highly trained operators tasked with recovering and providing life-saving medical care to injured personnel in combat, generally behind enemy lines, as well as during humanitarian operations. Knowing this, William knew where he wanted to serve. He received specialized training at the U.S. Army Airborne School, the U.S. Navy Dive School, as well as participating in a survival school, jungle school, and a rescue and survival medical course. He would later receive Air Force rescue training as well as air crash rescue and firefighting training. He was first stationed at Hamilton Air Force Base in California as a member of the rescue squadron. He was first sent to Vietnam on a temporary duty assignment, but soon after returning to California, he volunteered to go back. He was granted a change of station and was sent to Bien Hoa Air Base in South Vietnam near Saigon in August of 1965. While there, he was involved in hundreds of missions where he provided extraction and medical support to injured soldiers in countless firefights. On March 7, 1966, a South Vietnamese soldier was seriously injured by a landmine while he was attempting to put out a grass fire. The soldier wasn't able to walk and he was surrounded by many more unexploded mines. William volunteered to be lowered from the HH-43F Husky helicopter to the man on a metal cable, called a jungle penetrator. Even though he knew he didn't have much room to maneuver when he reached the ground, he chose to descend directly into the burning minefield to rescue the soldier. Thanks to his selfless act, the South Vietnamese soldier was able to receive the medical care that he required. William was awarded the Airman's Medal, which is only granted to Air Force personnel who show heroism and voluntarily risk their lives while not involving combat. On April 11, 1966, as part of Operation Abilene, 
The U.S. Army sent in elements of the 1st Infantry Division to lure out and destroy the Viet Cong in the area. They didn't have the success they were hoping for, and the fighting was fiercer than they had anticipated. The 134 American soldiers were surrounded by at least 400 to 500 enemy soldiers. The Viet Cong followed sniper fire with mortar and machine gun attacks. The enemy was so close that the Americans sustained friendly fire casualties when they called in artillery support dangerously close to their positions. Attempts to reach the wounded by Army helicopters were thwarted by the dense jungle cover, so they reached out to Williams Unit, the 38th Aerospace Rescue and Recovery Squadron. William then found himself aboard one of two Huskies dispatched to the battle, approximately 40 miles east of Saigon. There were reports of countless casualties that needed to be medevaced out of the battle. The two helicopters lowered their litters to the ground and could only watch as the ground personnel struggled to load the injured as they were also fighting off a strong enemy attack. Seeing enough of this, William told the pilot of his husky that he was going in. He then hit the ground with his rifle and medical kit. William had been involved in approximately 300 rescue missions while in Vietnam, so it was no surprise that he was credited with organizing and coordinating rescue efforts, caring for the wounded, and preparing the injured to be evacuated. It was reported that thanks to him, it all went smooth and orderly. William also selflessly refused a spot on departing helicopters so that just one more injured man could be evacuated with each helicopter. Not only did he remain to treat the injured men who were brought to him, on multiple occasions, he crossed the American line to retrieve wounded soldiers, as well as weapons and ammunition, which he distributed to the men still fighting. These acts of valor led him to being wounded at least two times, but it didn't stop him. The fighting continued throughout the night, and it wasn't until the morning that William was found. He was hit by sniper fire at some point during the night and died on the battlefield. When found, he was still holding his rifle in one hand and the medical kit in the other. William was credited with directly saving the lives of nine soldiers who were medevaced, and this number doesn't even include the men he treated while on the ground. Of the initial 134 men of Charlie Company of the 1st Infantry Division, 106 were either killed or injured in the fighting. On September 22nd, his parents were presented the Air Force Cross for his courageous actions. It's been reported that the recommendation for William to receive the Medal of Honor was denied by the Air Force, as the Army did not want reports of the friendly fire incident to become public. After decades of lobbying, mostly from the men of the 1st Infantry Division, the U.S. Air Force honored him with the Medal of Honor on December 8, 2000. During that ceremony, hundreds of para-rescue men, as well as many of the men who witnessed his actions in person, were in attendance where his father, William, and his wife, Alice, accepted the award in his honor. On this day, William was also posthumously promoted to the rank of Staff Sergeant. There are countless resources that tell Sergeant Pitzenbarger's story, some of which I will post in the show notes. Also, the movie The Last Full Measure, released in 2020, tells the story of the crusade to honor William appropriately with the U.S. Medal of Honor. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoyed this week's show, we kindly ask that you follow us and leave a review and five-star rating. A link to the sources for today's show can be found in the show notes, as well as at dutyandvalor.com. And join us next week where we'll tell you the story of another true American hero.